The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Hey, nerds. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? So everyone's doing well. Good weekend. Not bad. Yeah. It was an anniversary weekend for me. Yeah. And my anniversary present came in as seen on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We Be Geeks headquarters. We Be Geeks podcast collect. Well, yeah. We Be Geeks Podcast Collective Headquarters as a new workstation. Yeah, we saw that. I saw that on um, on the Facebook page. It's, it's all fancy and stuff. It's getting, yeah, cheaper than anything I was going to get from Ikea, too. <laughs> it really, it really is. So I, I'm, I'm happy with it. It's, it's got the space that I'm, I'm needing and it's doing what I want it to do. I'm shocked. And it, it's got a really cool LED tape, uh, LED tape strip underneath uh, my monitor shelf. Zoe wants it to be purple. Like, nope, blue, <laughs> the darker blue, not the cyan. You mean she doesn't get to figure to um, set the colors for your desk? No, <clears throat> nope, 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 and nope. Even when she's over here, she's not allowed to change it when she's on it. You're just mean. <laughs> yeah, it's my workstation. Okay. He says that like he actually works at it. Oh, I <laughs> no, I I actually work at it. I do. I do quite a bit from here, but with this desk, I can actually use my boom arm with the clamp that came with it and not have to dig holes or drill holes in to put a flange. I actually use the clamp, Ah, which means I can actually move this thing around as I figure out how I'm going to use it, which I have no clue how it's going to go. I'm I'm still, this is going to be the hard part is trying to figure out what I'm going to do. See, that's the the more options, the the, um, harder it is. Yeah, well, I'm, it's one of those, you know, I'm sure you guys know how it is. Derek, you, you know how it is because you, you redid your room and whatnot. It's finding that, that comfort zone. 
still redoing the room. Well, we'll be redoing. We're we're still redoing here, but um, as well. Yeah. But but you you know how it is. You know, you change your desk. I, I think you said all you did is just move your desk location, right? You didn't get a new desk. Um, or did you no, get a new desk? No, not a new desk, but I have a whole new setup. So, so it's the same thing. It's finding that comfort zone, finding how things are going to sit, how they're going to work. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take some time. I'm okay with that because I can still record with you guys. It's just this becomes a new, have a new project of, okay, where am I going with it? <laughs> so uh, check out the homepage, wookieradio.net. Support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for 10% off, or 15% off your Bluetooth speaker needs, whether it's a Biddy Boomer or a bigger Boomer, which is their 8-inch speakers, <laughs> which at the moment they have Darth Vader and Grogu for Star Wars, uh, Spider-Man for Marvel, and I don't remember what the fourth one was. I don't know. I want to say maybe Jack Skellington? Oh, maybe, yeah. Uh, also, too, check out... Rebel Sabers. <clears throat> Somebody needs to get a saber design. Uh, use code Wookie for ten percent off your lightsaber and lightsaber accessory needs. Also, too, uh, check out um, Red Flag Workshop. Actually, I may be holding up on Red Flag Workshop a second. Check see if they're back up. He was hoping to be back up. If not this week, next week. I, I have a funny feeling. He, nope, still is still closed at the moment. But when he does reopen, use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your patches and keyring desires. Uh, I posted pictures of my convention bag that I, that I take with me for most conventions. And I have my Kashyyyk National Park and Kashyyyk Park Ranger patches on it. Talk of the convention. And this, and this wasn't a geek or pop, pop culture convention. This was a entertainment industry convention and i had people drooling over those patches which was weird to experience it's like well i guess pop culture works here too um and then i got a new backpack for father's day i I got a new oakley backpack uh similar to what i've had in the past and uh off amazon i bought um some sticky back velcro patches it was like a four pack so i took the loop side and put it on the backpack because there was a spot and i put my alderon patch on it so i so i had a so i have a custom oakley backpack and it it looks really good on there too i must say so uh i i'm trying to figure out what i'm going to do with the other pat with the other patches i want i'm gonna put them on display around here somewhere so i may need to get some velcro tab or something and put them on the uh put the patches on i got time i'll figure it out um but yeah he's gonna have that open uh either by the end of this month or definitely next month uh, he's still in the process of moving his family from the East Coast to the Southwest. Hmm. Why he- would someone want to go somewhere that's so hot and dry? Dry doesn't bother me as much, but just so hot. I know. Because he's going from flying the F-15E to the F-35. Yeah. So cool. Can't wait to hear about his stories about the F-35, the learning curves and all that. Can't wait. Um and then of course, use code WeBeGeeks at Heroes and Villains for 10% off there, since that code still seems to be active, which is great. So, um, Star Wars news. Lots of comic book news, and that's yeah. not a lot else. <laughs> but you know, that's okay. I mean, we talk everything Star Wars. So, comics are a big part. I like the comics. I do, too. Yeah. Marvel announces a adaptation of the Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
So uh, this time it's going to be a six issue mini starting with Obi-Wan Kenobi or Obi Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love this article. It will debut Obi Kenobi. Obi Kenobi. <laughs> Even though the cover says Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, in September, it'll be a six-issue miniseries. Ooh, since it's a miniseries, I'll qualify for Mighty Marvel Geeks' best mini or one-shot of the year. Mm-hmm. So, I'm digging some of these covers. Yeah, they look kind of cool. I love the Inquisitor cover with the two with Reva and the Grand Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. It's a gorgeous cover. Uh, I'm digging o- Obi-Wan on the Opie as well. I think the normal cover is cool, but I don't know. I've I probably end up getting the, the normal cover and then get the Inquisitor cover for something frame worthy. Cause that's, that's just a beautiful cover. Um, so both Hauser and La Roca, cause this is going to be written by, this is going to be done by the team of, uh, Jody Hauser and Salvador La Roca. Um, both of them spoke to starwars.com. I'm going to flip over that story. Of course, no, they don't say anything. There. Um, they, I go, adaptations are how I got my start in Star Wars comics. And almost, I'm always excited to try my hand at another, said Hauser. Uh, Obi-Wan introduced some fantastic new characters, as well as giving us new insight into old favorites. I hope fans enjoy seeing a familiar story play out in a whole new medium. Uh, LaRocca said, I'm very pleased to be back in the Star Wars galaxy. After Darth Vader and the main Star Wars titles, now it's time for me to take on Obi-Wan. I hope you all I hope all of you will enjoy the series as much as I do. So Star Wars has always adapted its on-screen projects into comic book form as well as novels. So Obi-Wan is due for its own comic book version. Uh, the span, the larger span of Obi-Wan's life was most, was also recently explored in the Marvel comic series called Star Wars Obi-Wan. Uh, for fans of the character, there is a long extensive history in other comic series and novels focused on Kenobi who remains one of the most prominent figures in Star Wars. This is also, I believe, the first um, adaptation they've done of one of the Disney Plus series. Because I know there's a Mandalorian series of comics, but it's not um, an adaptation. It's a continuation of different stories, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and and they're about to come out with a season two, which I found interesting as well, that they're doing that by seasons, the comics, which is cool. I like that concept. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, DC used to do that with... um, they made some of the kind of, or kind of not adaptations, but um, like they would bridge the gap on the Arrowverse um, shows by like having a Flash season one point five, and it would be yeah, yeah, yeah. seasons one and two. Yeah, oh, they do many series that way. Um, trying to remember, whoever did the Buffy comics did the same That's thing. Continuation of the series, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. they they would do it, you know, short runs and call it another season. I think it was either Dark Horse or IDW. Yeah. Yeah. They did the same thing with Smallville. Smallville had a, um, like one or two seasons after the it went off the air. That was a continuation of the series. Yeah. Right. Which in the comics they were able to bring in like Batman and Wonder Woman. Right. So uh, also too from Marvel. Marvel reveals Star Wars Dark Droids number one. Exclusive first look. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was announced back in April during Celebration. And uh, this comes out soon, doesn't it? I'm not sure. Uh, August 2nd. So So soonish. Soonish, yeah. Uh, Definitely, I will be getting this. Uh, This is another crossover event, mini that um, it will be interesting to to look into. Uh, Star Wars has, or Marvel has done great for the most part with their crossover events 
within the Star Wars universe. Uh, yeah. Vader down, still one of the tops. Yeah. yeah. There, there was nothing like it. Uh, Shattered Empire was okay. Not Shattered Empire, Screaming Citadel yeah. was okay. Um, Crimson Rain was pretty decent. Um, but Dark Droids is going to be very cool. Uh, the pages are illustrated by Luke Ross and colorist Alex Sinclair. Uh, the writer is Charles Soule. And uh, so what they're saying um, in Star Wars Dark Droids was about mysterious new threat called the Scourge corrupts droid cyborgs and everything in between spreading chaos throughout the galaxy. Ajax Sigma. I like that. Who first appeared in last year's star Wars revelations will play a role in the saga. I'm curious now if Ajax Sigma may be someone who eventually comes into, uh, into the Filoni verse or the Mando verse as possible. Yeah. Um, so this, the star Wars dark droid story will be told in the current ongoing star Wars comics series uh in the in the following ongoing star wars comics star wars star wars darth vader star wars dr athra and star wars bounty hunters and will also include one-shot releases and miniseries like star wars dark droids d squad in which r2d2 reassembles the all-star team of droids from star wars the clone wars (laughs) which i'm excited for that one as well that one shot so I, I'm I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. Uh, the first issue, or Star Wars Dark Droids number one, uh, which is the, the one shot to launch this all. Uh, it's going to be 79 pages uh, coming in about 5.99. Okay, which is not bad at all. No, not no. for that size. And comicbook.com has some preview pages. Uh, there's some nice looking stuff here. I'm really digging some of this artwork. BT one triple zero. Are already dark. How do you go darker with them? Mm-hmm. Can't wait. And there's a droid, sim- uh, security droid similar to K2SO that's involved in this. Nice. As we know, K2SO is not around anymore. Don't you say that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. 2016 is coming and gone. Uh, uh, th- this looks good. This, this looks very good. I- I'm very happy with it. Uh, some gaming news. So we make the jump. Yeah, this is actually not that big of a surprise. It's just... Uh, I've got something else that I just saw. Yeah. I'm sending to your terminals now. Star Wars 1313 director is joining the Skydance team with their Star Wars game. Hmm. Uh, Okay, I'm excited for that. I remember seeing Dominic Robillard at uh, Celebration 6 when they introduced... 1313, which oh, that game is so close to being done. Hmm. They may take parts of that and roll it into this, depending on who was making it. Maybe. Uh, 1313 was done by LucasArts, which is now Lucasfilm Games, which is working with all of these companies. Right. I, I want, I want 1313. 1313 looked amazing. I think Ro Billard also had something that was working with Outlaw also a little bit. Possibly. Possibly. But what, one of the cool things about thirteen thirteen is they did they they had they were they had a small section in the game that they were that was playable that they were playing took the main character stopped him mid jump going from one ship to another and zoomed in onto the tiny scratches on his shoulder pauldron shoulder armor and there was not any blurring at all. Now imagine what it would look like now. <laughs> yeah. It was one, the fact that they you could zoom in that far, and two, there was no blurring, was absolutely amazing. Um, so 
Roe Billard um, revealed his new position in the post shared to LinkedIn. In the post, he noted his excitement to return to the world of Star Wars, as well as the opportunity to work on a Marvel project. So now I'm curious to know what uh, Skydance New Media is doing with Marvel as well. Uh, but he has signed on as a game director. Uh, in his post, I'm incredibly excited to share that I will be joining Amy Henning, Julian Beek, and the incredible team at Skydance New Media as their game director. To collaborate with such an amazing group of developers and to play the act in the iconic worlds of hashtag Marvel and hashtag Star Wars, again, is a dream come true. Uh, 1313 was in development with PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, and was announced back in 2012. Um, I even it was one of the first stories that I did on Weeby Geeks on WeebyGeeksPC.com when that was when Weeby Geeks was the only show at the time, and, and of course, Weeby Geeks PC was the original website before. Hmm. Which back then the PC stood for podcast. Uh, of course, now it stands for podcast collective because I've turned it into the network and given Weeby Geeks its own at WeebyGeeks.net. Uh, but that was one of the first, first stories I put up was about 1313. Um, I may have to find the link for it and put it in, in our show notes after I get the show notes from you, Derek, to add to it. Uh, the game would have put players in the role of Boba Fett as an early adult. The game's name comes from its setting, which would have been level 1313, an underground area of Coruscant. Right. Which we did, did make it into the um, Clone Wars final season and into um, Bad Batch also. Uh, not level 1313. Is that where, um, where the garage is? No, it's higher up. I thought 1313 was earlier in the Clone Wars series when Anakin and Soka went down and, and ran through the, the streets. I thought yeah. they went to 1313. Um, Let me bring it up on Wikipedia and see where it's been. So, uh, appearances. Unreleased, game, unreleased gameplay footage from 1313 leaked online last year. While the footage was never officially confirmed, it certainly looked legit and gave fans a better idea of what might have been. So, yeah, thirteen thirteen's been 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 in a lot. Oh yeah, seven different episodes of the Clone Wars. Yep. Three episodes of Bad Batch, uh, <laughs> Dark Disciple. Uh, one of the um, it was mentioned in one of the shorts in Star Wars Insider, and then um, also in Aftermath, Target Vader number one and um, Return of Vader's Castle number three from Star Wars Adventures and flashbacks. So it's been it's been used a lot since it was created for this game. Yeah, which is cool. It, it's it, it's canon, obviously, um, but the fact that the that the uh, the essence of the game still carries on, and, it, and it's a world that was worth um, people still developing and, and looking into in other mediums. Yeah. Uh, now to go back and discuss what Ken thought I was going first. Uh, we we talked about this a few weeks ago, uh, but finally. The patch for Jedi Survivor goes live across PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Well, this is just the latest patch. They've already done five other patches to it. Um, this is patch number six. I am applying the patch right now. And I'm at 94%. Automatically downloads any updates. I had to open up the program and do it. Ah. But not, not the game, but uh, EA Origins. And really, all the people that um, are flipping out about all the problems with the game and stuff is like, have they never played EA games before? <laughs> no. This is a regular thing with EA. They they put out their games, but then um, go back later and fix all the problems. Yeah. yeah. Remember, if I remember right, Battlefront 2, the newest incarnation of Battlefront 2 was almost unplayable when they released it. 
and now it's seen as one of the best Star Wars. Um, what 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 is that? A squad based combat game? Yeah, one of the best Star Wars squad based games there's they've ever put out. Yeah. Well, funny thing is, like all video game companies, they do play testing with these games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just not enough. Well, yeah, I, but they also they also have to push everything out for their deadlines. They want mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So a lot of times they don't give them, you know, enough chance to fix the problems. I will say for Madden 09, 08, maybe 08, I did like three or four play tests because Madden's done here locally in Orlando at EA Games Tiberian Studios. And and I did I did three or four play tests before the, the final play test, which was the final game. And they said, Here you go, here's your chance to play it. I'm like, okay, cool. And then they said, you know, and usually when you play test, you're you're rewarded with a game or two of your choice for whatever platform you wanted. And they gave you a list. But this time they said, you uh, let us know your platform. I'm like, okay. I since I was still kind of green, I didn't realize when uh, when I left that final play test of actually play testing the game, the final game, they actually gave it to us, gave us a copy before like a week and a half before the game dropped. <laughs> so I had it for like a week before it dropped. I'm like, oh, cool. But there's a few there's a few games that EA has done in the past that I wish they sports wise that I wish they bring back to the P, uh, to PC. But that's another day, another dollar. That's not this show. Um, I would I would be curious to see uh, EA tackle something like you know Tiberian Studios here in town used to do the NASCAR games as well. I would love for them to take what they did with NASCAR and do a Star Wars pod racing or swoop bike racing game. Yeah, where I know they just re released um, Star Wars Racer for um, on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got it for the Series XS. Um, last month, the month before, or so, sometime in the last month, I think they put it up for free. It was a great game. Yeah, it really was. I, I would, like I said, I would love to see where you're, you're a racer and you do, and you race, do the different style of races, whether it's a swoop bike race or pod racing or, or the ship race, like we saw in resistance, you go and do a circuit. And then depending on which track you're at, depends on what, what you're, what you're racing. And it's a galactic circuit. I think that could be fun and interesting. Yeah. And I, I would love to see uh, the, the old NASCAR team involved with it or, or see EA Games bring back the old NASCAR racing engine, no pun intended, uh, for, for a Star Wars racing game. I think it'd be cool. So with this patch, uh, fixes various crashes across all platforms, fixes bounty hunters not spawning, f- fixed for an issue where Cal would become invisible. <laughs> That sounds like it would be a good thing, actually. (laughs) Put that one back. Probably visible to us, but that's it. (laughs) Okay, don't don't put it back. Uh, Fix for an occasional issue where fine, gorgeous secret rumor could not be completed. Collision improvements. Improved blaster handling. Fixes photo mode. Wind puzzle on Jetta fixed. Updates to the holomap data. The training dummy on Jetta was sneaking around. Has now been immobilized. Was sneaking around? That's what it says. <laughs> Looks like it's it probably floating in places it's not supposed to be, or something. <laughs> and various bug fixes and improvements. So, uh, have you noticed improvements, any Ken? Because you you still have played. I've not got a chance to play it recently. I mean, the last couple of days. So, okay, I don't know yet. And I've not gotten I've not gotten far enough into it because I don't have enough time to sit down uh, any one time to actually um, 
get very far. I'm still on the um, what is it, Kubo or whatever the first planet is, or the second planet you go to. I still haven't. That's further than I've gotten. Yeah, me too. So yeah, uh, I got to the cantina with um, Breeze. Uh, apparently, the uh, the the jukebox music is available on the soundtrack for the game. I've got most of that. So I I've gotten the I've downloaded the soundtrack. So I'm excited for that. Uh, collectible news. Uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi 40th Anniversary Black Series and Vintage Collection pre-orders are up. So I don't think we talked about this last week. Nope. This yeah, came out. So. This, the story came out the day after we recorded. Um, first announced back in February, uh, Hasbro has opened up the pre-orders for 40th Anniversary indoor, uh, Rebel Trooper Indoor. This is the one that comes with the changeable faces so you can either have the normal or the rex quote-unquote face so people are going to buy two so they can swap the faces i know i would but it's black series so i'm really not interested in it once you, know? you get down to this vader figure is kind of sweet uh also to the vintage collection yeah. darth vader death star 2 uh but if you look at the way this is designed for vader the mask is a is a two-part mask so you got the face mask and the helmet also his arm comes off where it got cut off. Yeah. Yeah. It comes off. That, uh, this is vintage collection with, with the Vader. And he has two lightsabers, one with blade and one without. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, too, coming out in the vintage collection is Han Solo. Uh, that one's not as impressive because he just basically yeah. comes with his blaster. Yeah, yeah, it's the indoor raid, but it's the um, it's when, when they do the raid on um, on the bunker. Yeah. Which is fitting, considering they just did the the bunker entrance playset recently. But the thing is, that basically, it's uh, it's almost identical to just a classic Han Solo figure. Yeah, same thing for New Hope, basically. I think the pant color is the only thing different. Yeah. Other than that, it's the same shirt, same vest. It's just brown pants instead of uh, brown with the yellow stripe instead of the blue with the red stripe. Uh, and then there's a 40th anniversary weekway, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Of course, they they've just done. Um, and there was another set with different skiff guards to help round out a lot of the uh, figures for Java cell barge and the skiffs. So I think someone said almost all the figures have been between vintage collection and the figures before that, the figure set before that, that almost all the fit with the articulation, uh, almost all the characters from the Sarlacc pit have been done. Hmm. And that's including the band because the band's on the ship as well. Yeah. So, um, that band is magic because they survived. Yeah, they may they may have jumped ship before the whole thing went down. Oh, job is going down. Yeah, time to leave. Um, also, too, we got a new teaser trailer for Ahsoka that dropped last week. Uh, At which, this point, I don't want to see more. Yeah, yeah. I, I I almost want to stop seeing. Um, they if you do Disney Movie Insider point uh, Disney movie, Disney Movie Insiders and you get the, the reward points, they had. Um, an Ahsoka trailer or Ahsoka poster. Uh, and I actually got it for Zoe. It was like cool. 800 points. And it came with the free shipping since you used the points. I don't know if I have that many. I have Disney Insider, whatever rewards. I do not. Well, it's one of those that if you um, have bought any Disney movies, you get the points either way, whether or not you Di- use them. Disney, no. Marvel, Star Wars. Hmm. Uh, if you link your Disney Plus account to it, you'll get 50 points a month automatically. Oh, no kidding. Uh, if you link uh, any of the, like Voodoo or, uh, they give you a whole list of things. If you link your account to those, uh, you can earn points for, for syncing the stuff. 
Yeah, if you let them know your entire life, what you're doing, you give them your bank account, your social, and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, yes, I see you. Yes. But uh, don't worry, it's Disney. They already have it anyway. Derek, mm. so don't, don't worry about it. I used your social, not mine. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, Just don't be uh, surprised when they come looking for you thinking you're me. <laughs> well, I did give them your address. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that. Uh, and then other collectible news, Loungefly uses the force for for fashion. But this new Star Wars collection that's out, there is um, in July, they're going to be dropping all new Star Wars Loungefly stuff, new series of bags, tops, and more. Uh, Ewok lovers who can't quite pick between Jedi and Sith will be happy to know there will be options just for them. A Star Wars plush Wicket mini backpack and a Star Wars plush Wicket bifold wallet. <laughs> Well, if you have the backpack, mini backpack, you have to have the wallet that goes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, um, a couple of years ago, I got Vicky the um, Ewoks animated series print mini backpack, and I she had to have the I had to get her the wallet that goes with that too. Uh, Wicket is getting some much deserved attention with a plush backpack and wallet. Whether you know and love this little indoor resident from his movie appearances, or you're feeling nostalgic from the animated series from the 80s, uh, Cuddly Wicket will carry all your important things without complaint. These are going to be exclusive to online only. Uh, the collection also includes a new series of drops from the Stitch Shop, Loungefly's apparel line, get a Star Wars logo top that comes with an enamel pin that's only that's available only with this collection. You can also switch skirts whether you, whenever you please with Dark Side versus Light Side comic, crossbody bag, and Dark Side versus Light Side heather skirt. These are a new skirt. I know you were. Uh, these double sided items each feature a Dark Side and a Light Side design, letting you highlight a Sith or Jedi depending on your mood. That's not too bad. Yeah. Some cool stuff. Cool stuff. And I'm looking at my time going, shoot. <laughs> I mean, you filler. <laughs> well, I'm flipping through that rewards because it's like, but I've only got 400, so I don't have quite enough to get anything really cool yet. Yet. <laughs> but I did link my Disney account, so I should hopefully have one, have it soon. Um, thought I saw something about Rosario Dawson talking about Hayden Christensen. It's all rumor. Her basically addressing rumors that he might be in this. Well, in Ahsoka. In Ahsoka, yeah. I, I would say if he is, it's only as a flashback. Flashback, yeah have to be just as flashbacks so i guess let me pose that question then uh would you want to see the occasional ahsoka vader flashback in the ahsoka series hmm i don't know if i'd want to see it but i don't think i would be opposed to seeing it i wouldn't i wouldn't mind seeing a live action adaptation of the lightsaber fight between them uh in the temple from rebels that could be interesting well uh, for me if it's something that was written there as part of the story originally, that'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah. If it's something that they decided to add because Hayden's available, it's just like a lot of the other things. I don't want to see it just so that he's there. Right. Right. Make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Sort of like what they did with Obi-Wan, which I'll admit, I mean, in the beginning, yes, I, you know, we talked about it. I was not completely thrilled over that, that play, you know, the initial confrontation where he drags Obi-Wan into the fire and and Obi-Wan still wasn't completely sure that that was Vader. Cool. I dug that. It was the final battle that made me go, really? Well, I, I've I've been more accepting about it. And I I think we've even talked about 
I, I've even talked about it on the show. The more and more we we've talked about it, and the more and more I've seen it, I'm more accepting of it. Because it was cool. It it was cool. The fact that lightsaber didn't take off Vader's half of his face, just only cracked open the the mask. Mm. But I loved the whole going between James Earl Jones and Hayden Christensen. That's, yeah, that was cool. That was brilliant sound editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So, um, I well, let me let me go check StarWars.com see if there's a quiz or something for us to take. We got lots of time to kill. Maybe I may make an executive decision. So, um, well, you know what? It's Lucasfilm. Just keep, I'm going to pose this out there. How do you guys feel about the new Indiana Jones film, Dial of Destiny? I'll let you know Saturday. Saturday. You mean next Saturday? Next no, Saturday. it opens this weekend. No, opens next weekend. Next weekend. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. June thirtieth. June thirtieth. It's the drop. It's the drop day. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna go see it. Oh well, well I'm probably seeing it uh, July first. Either no, July second. Probably seeing it July second. I I'm kind of excited. Uh, I'm. I can't say I'm excited. I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings about it. Yeah, I was excited about um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I thought it was okay, but it still did. It didn't live up to. Um, Raiders and um, Last Crusade, but then that's like um, Temple of Doom was okay. It was a good Indiana Jones movie, but it didn't have the same epic field as the other two. Yeah, right. supposedly that's, for me, that's kind of what Kingdom was. But it was, I think, also what threw me off with Kingdom was it's um, an alien storyline, which didn't kind of, kind of felt a little weird for Indiana Jones. A little, but that's not what bothered me about the movie. There was a bunch of other stuff that bothered me about the movie. Yeah. See, I actually enjoyed the movie. Because I knew, because I knew it was a, it was a, um, not a parody. Well, it, it was kind of, a, science, it was an homage to, to the old science fiction adventurer B movies, yeah, which is what it was supposed to be. Yeah, but it still wasn't good. And, and that's fine. You know, you and I have ch- chatted about this over on Weeby Geeks and, you know, <laughs> we, we've happily accepted each other's opinions on it. It's just like how we feel about the different films within Star Wars. And I mean, it's, everything's cool. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fine. Um, that's what makes doing these shows together so much fun is, you know, we approve, we love Star Wars. We love Indiana Jones, but we can like some more than others or some less than others and still yeah. enjoy the franchise. Right. And, and I, one of the things I thought was cool about the, um, the premiere is they brought in the original Indiana Jones and Marion from the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular from when it opened back in 1982. Cool. Here at here at uh Hollywood or 1989. I'm sorry. From here at Hollywood Studios, they had them on the red carpet, and I'm kind of hoping they actually got to do some stunts in the film. Is what I'm also hoping for as well. Because that would be so cool if they did. I don't know about that, but no oh, for. For these for these folks, I'm sure it would be. No, I mean I know it would be cool. I don't know if they would have them do any of the stunts in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if, it depends on if they're actually um, movie actors or movie stunt people. You know? No, they are because for that show, they they are they have to be movie. A lot of them actually. I think everyone stunt people who actually did stunts were actual stunt people. Because hmm. uh, I know one. Uh, who's a manager now, he, not only did he do some stuff, not only did he work on Epic, or, or the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, but he also worked on, um, was it Bruce Campbell's, who did the show Burn Notice? Yep. Yeah. 
He he was a stunt double for Bruce Campbell for a bit on mm-hmm. Burn Notice. <laughs> That'd be cool. So, yeah. um, have we done the how well do you know Return of the Jedi was? I don't, don't remember. This could be entertaining. Let me add it the problem is these are the, the quizzes like that on here usually are real easy. Yeah. Let me sense. All right, here we go. In the chat. Find it. How far along was it? Okay. Some on StarWars.com. Aha. You ready, gentlemen? Nope. <laughs> 15 questions. Hold on. No. I think I clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, I did. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. Okay. I am ready. Yep, I'm there. What was the first word in the opening crawl? It's been a minute since I read the opening crawl. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I missed that one. Oh, hold on. I got it. Uh-huh. Let me go back and read this. Because I, yeah, I, I forgot to do the questions or read the answers to them. Duh. All right, here we go. What was the first word in the opening crawl? The, Luke, Rebel, or after? And Derek, you said you got the answer right. It would be Luke. Where does the film open? On Tatooine, Cockpit in the Millennium Falcon, in space near the Death Star 2, or inside the Sarlacc? I got that one right as well. Yeah, I'm a, I've, the only one I got wrong was that first one so far. Uh, correct answer is the Death Star 2. Death Star 2, yeah. Mm-hmm. AD-8 is torturing what type of droid? A WED treadmill, which is funny because the WED is a, the WED is a, is an homage to the Walter E. Disney Imagineers. Yeah. Because they were, before they were uh, Walt Disney Imagineers, WDI, they were WED Imagineers. Uh, so a WED treadmill droid, an astromech droid, a 21B medical droid, or a donk power droid. Mm-hmm. Everyone get it right? Mm-hmm. It was a gonk power droid. Which commander greets Darth Vader when he arrives to put things on schedule? Off Gideon, Governor Tarkin, <laughs> General Veers, or Moff Gerard? Well, since only two of those characters are alive at the time of Return of the Jedi, and one of them has, had not been introduced yet. <laughs> no, three of them were alive at the end of Jedi. At, at that point, Jedi. Okay. Veers was well, still alive. Veers died where? On Endor, because was it? He was in one of the Adats. You mean on Hoth? No. On Hoth, sorry. Yeah, on Hoth. No, his was the Adat that survived. His was one that I thought. I mean, we well, what it is is it, it doesn't say so. Right. Which species mistakes? The correct answer was Moff Gerard. Yeah. Uh, which species mistakes C three PO for some sort of god? Wookies, Opies, Yisms, or Ewoks? Uh, correct answer: Ewoks. Mm-hmm. Why does Luke tell R2-D2 they're heading to the Dagobah system? He has to help a friend. Friend. He has a promise to keep. He has unfinished business. He has to finish what he started. I'm probably going to get this one wrong. No, I got it right. <laughs> yeah, I've got him right all the way through so far, other than that first one. He has a promise to keep. Lando attributes his promotion to General due to his success at which battle? Tanab, Bespin, Moncala, or Endor? Correct answer to knob, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we'll see play out possibly in the comics as well. Well, uh, yeah, if it's ever been mentioned, they'll do a comic about it somewhere. Yeah. Who uttered the famous phrase, it's a trap? I wonder. <laughs> the biggest meme in all of Star Wars, or the one line that created the most memes of any. Mm. Really? Oh, hey.
Admiral Akbar, Darth Vader, Princess Leia Organa, or Mon Mothma, our favorite crustacean. Mon Mothma. Admiral Akbar. <laughs> According to the Emperor, what will be Luke's undoing? His courage, his ignorance, his compassion, his fear. Everyone get it? Mm-hmm. His compassion. His friends. Who is the chief of the Ewok tribe in the film? I Ken. Got this one wrong. Ken. I got it right. Derek. Mike. I mean, sorry. Logray. Chirpa. Wicket. Nisa. See, in, in the movie itself, I don't think they actually ever mentioned his name. I don't believe so, no. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they mentioned Logray. You can you have to watch the Ewok movies or the cartoons. Yeah. Or or the or the, the names are given in the figures. The figure, yeah. Because they don't I even picked, mention Wicket's name. I picked too quickly. No, they don't. I picked too quickly and I picked Logray. <laughs> no, here's the shaman. Yes, I am. I know. Anissa, I believe, is Chirpa's daughter. Right. Which she she came around with the cartoon. Yeah, she was only in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly she was added. Uh, wait, we said the cartoons came after the two movies, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Um. Correct answer is Trepa. What kind of pet does Jabba the Hutt keep at his palace? A bantha, a rancor, a crate dragon, or a blurg? He could have a bantha also, but that's he not could. the one they're looking for. No. He could have had a blurg too, but that's not what they're looking for. Possibly. We've not seen blurgs on Tatooine. Well, he could have had a crate dragon too, but... That thing was huge. I don't think he'd be keeping it in the palace. <laughs> this is true too. The answer is a rancor. Which of these pairings are revealed to be siblings? Chewie and Wicket, Han and Leia, C-3PO and R2-D2, Luke and Leia. Chewie and Wicket. No, C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah. No, no, they're more like a married couple. Yeah, I was going to say they're a married couple. They're not a couple. Correct answer is Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. What was the name of Jabba the Hutt's house band? Lapty Neck, the Max Rebo band? Size Snoodles and the Modal Nodes or Jedi Rock? I accidentally picked the wrong one on this one. <laughs> you you went Size Snoodles. I did, yes. Nope, that's all wrong because as far as we know, she never performed with the Modal Nodes. Yep, yep. And the other two were not even um, bands. They were song names. Mm-hmm. So the yep. only one available is Max Rebo. Yep. Yes, the Max Rebo Band. What? No, I have heard it as um, Size Snoodles and the Max Rebo Band. Yes, there's been that too. Uh, what species is Lando Calrissian's co-pilot named Numb during the Battle of Endor? And it's played by Mike Quinn, who we've had on yes. the show back in the early days of the show. Is he a Salustan, Snivian, Transdotian, or Ortolian? He's definitely not a Transdotian. Nope. I don't even know what the other two are. Well, we're in the Transdotian. We know is um, Lizard. What was the other? One Sni- of them actually. Snivian. I'd have to go. I have to go back here so I can. See, I have to redo the whole quiz to see it. Yep. <laughs> I'll spell it for you. S-N-I-V-V-I-A-N. I don't remember. Uh, wait. Uh-huh. And then the I other one. Sign me that might help. The other one is or- Ortolian. O-R-T-O-L-A-N. Mm-hmm. I need to get a visual, diction- visual encyclopedia myself. That's okay. Snibian's not in it. About Ortolian. O-R-T-O-L-A-N. That's not in the, the visual dictionary I have here either. Well, then. Mm-hmm. But we all know the proper answer is Celestron, which Neem Numb also makes an appearance as the pilot in Rise of Resistance of the transport ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who said, oh, this is the fun one. This is the last question. Who said, I have the one that got wrong initially. 
who said, I have a bad feeling about this yeah, in this film? Is it Leia, Luke, C-3PO, Chewbacca? That's a tricky one. I guessed and got it right. I got it wrong. Correct answer is C-3PO. I Who'd thought- you pick? I chose uh, Leia. I did too. But I believe she says it in um, Empire. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and rewatch the movies, I guess, because I got two answers wrong. Officially, I got 14 out of 15 correct, but when I went back and redid the quiz, I did guess Luke instead of the for the first word in the opening title, opening crawl. I went, duh, because it's the Return of the Jedi. No, it's not. It's Return of the Jedi. Duh. See, I blew it there, too. See, they weren't looking for the title of the number. They were looking for the actual text. Oh, yep. Um, any final thoughts, guys? Or any quick discussion topics? I got nothing. Yeah, I, it's been a slow week. Uh, apparently, Disney Gallery, Star Wars Mandalorian Season 3 uh, is going to be streaming on June 28th on Disney+. Plus. Cool. So there's a clip out for it now. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I, I've liked the others. So I love behind the scenes stuff. So I, I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of the I, reasons I, I still buy physical media once in a while. Yeah. So um, I don't have anything else, gentlemen. I'm going to be doing a very loose edit on this show to, to remove <laughs> silence. <laughs> so unless no one has anything else. Nope. Ken? Nope. I'm good for today. Gentlemen. Sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my